Welcome to the I Hate Everyone podcast, the only podcast run by a 23-year-old black magician from Wisconsin with a combination currently living in New York, working as the director of the Houdini Museum, which is currently shut down because of the coronavirus. Now, this series, if you don't remember, is called Because the World is Ending, and this series is talking about stronger opinions that I couldn't normally say because usually... People are ready and waiting to fucking get you fucking fired from your job. People are sitting there ready and waiting to just for you to just slip up so they can come at you on Instagram and ruin your nine hundred and three followers. Your nine hundred and three followers like me. Nine hundred and three because I'm getting bigger in the world. Nine hundred and three, not quite a thousand, but this isn't this is enough where where if I say something, usually I could probably get fired if it gets to the wrong person. But now because the world is ending, which is the new series that we're doing on this show, which basically comes out whenever I feel like it. So you might have, you might get like five or six a week. You might get two or three a week. But the purpose of this is to put out shit because we're all sitting at home. That might make you think. Put out shit that makes parents think, oh, shit, my kids should not be listening to this. Put out some shit that might open up some dialogue with yourself because there's no one else you could be talking to unless you're like married or some shit but even if you're married i suggest some social distancing because you're probably tired of your husband or wife right about now you know i've been talking to my friends who are who are married and my friends who um are stuck at home with people and they're getting pretty fucking sick you know this is a really the ultimate test on how much you really love someone because you can't run away from them now because you're all stuck inside so today because the world is ending, we're talking about God. We are hallelujah. Can I get a hallelujah? If you said hallelujah to yourself, thank you. If you didn't, fuck you. Take life a little bit less seriously. Well, maybe not now. Social distancing is important. Or, uh, social distancing is very important. But we're going to talk about God, not in the way that like God is real. God will save us. God will blah, blah, blah. Because if there was a God, even if you think that there is a God, if there was a God, why would he create a virus that attacks Chinese people first? Then send it to Italy, home of the pasta. No more fucking spaghetti for us. Home of the pasta. Is spaghetti even Italian? Spaghetti's the noodle. If you don't know, spaghetti is the noodle. Spaghetti is not the, the like the dish, if you don't know. So this is like a, a high point of contention. The spaghetti that we all know is actually called bolognese. It's spaghetti bolognese because the sauce, I think, comes from like bologna or some shit. And it's like a meat sauce that's a little bit different than how we cook it. However, that's besides the point. No more fucking spaghetti for us. Come to the uh, the New York. <laughs> the New York. Comes to the New York and now we are the third, I think the third most um, corona populated place in the world. However, that makes more sense considering a third or fourth. Considering that we have like the most amount of tourists and immigrants and whatnot. Like Maybe not in the world. I don't. I don't really know that stat. Do we have the most? I'm not really sure. But we have a fuck ton, and we also have a fuck ton of people. We have over 300 million people in the United States, so it's only like a matter of time. You know, Russia is not like cool enough to get coronavirus, and what I mean by that is like they like. I should like look this shit up. Like I don't know how Russia is doing, but Russia doesn't get a lot of immigrants. They're pretty tight on their shit. No one really goes to Russia for fun. You know, like no one's like let's go to Russia and like eat cabbage and do banyas. And if you don't know what a banya is, banyas are fucking wild, so a banya, I think that's how you pronounce it, is a spa, it's a Russian spa that you go into, and they do all this crazy shit to you, that's like Russian, like imagine like getting a massage, and imagine getting a massage from someone with like a Russian face, like that shit's gonna hurt, right, then they take fucking trees, like trees, 
well this is how it was described to me it's really just branches but they take branches and they just like smack your back like and like the most non-sexual way ever and you come out feeling like shit but it's russian it's mother russia it's russian so that's how that's how they uh justify it so that's how it was explained to me by this little russian kid one day uh, he was telling me he's like yeah you know we're the only country that like goes to a spot to get hit by trees and i'm like did you say motherfucking trees and he goes haha trees but it, he was joking but they're branches but they're thick branches they're, they're, there's some thick branches out there so anyway we're talking about god today <laughs> And whether this end of the world is really God. Now, if you don't know about me, I'm not super religious. One of the reasons is because I was raised a Jehovah's Witness, which means my parents are Jehovah's Witnesses, which means my life fucking sucked as a kid. It means that I had to go to church four times a week at the least. So uh, if you want to know what that entails, it means I went to church how did how would i start i guess i'll start on sunday you go on sundays right you go for like three hours and it's not fun there's no fucking food they're singing but it's more like like with words i don't remember any of the songs they have a song book and they just rotate the songs every single week so uh that's what they do on sundays then they have a magazine that they send out a magazine that they send out monthly that you then read over with your family and you underline a bunch of shit. Then you go to church and you talk about the magazine that you've had for a month where you're underlined all the shit. And then you like raise your hand and give comments. Like one of the things might say like, you know, Jesus is bomb as fuck. And someone might raise their hand and be like, well, in the Bible, it says that Jesus is bomb as fuck all the time. And everyone will be like, ooh, yes, good comment. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. There you go. There you go. Church, church, church. So that's what it was like essentially on Sundays then on Tuesdays there's another thing where every single year they choose a book that they come out with because the Jehovah's Witnesses there's over 7 million of them in the United States right and they have a headquarters in New York they're fucking money machines they are money fucking machines and if you don't know what a Jehovah's Witness is right before I start a Jehovah's Witness is the people that you see when you ride on the subways or if you're in your town, they're on the streets with their little carts full of magazines. They always try to offer you shit. They come knocking on your door. They, you know, they like on your door and they're like, hello, would you like to know? You close the door. Jehovah's Witnesses are the people that you see walking down the street that are always really nicely dressed that smile at you and try to give you a book. It's always free and shit, but that's what they do. And they do this because they believe the world is going to end which was something that they always said to me up until I was 18 years old. So this creates a lot of PTSD in my life because they believe the world is going to end most likely in their lifetime. They don't know when, but the Bible says soon. And the Bible has been saying soon for 2,000 fucking years. So I don't believe in any of this shit. However, I was raised like this, which creates a PTSD moment whenever anything really bad happens because... They hold, they hold hard, they wholeheartedly believe the end is going to come in their lifetime just because it says soon. So everyone who gets raised like from a child to an adult and reads the word soon thinks soon is for them. So they, they, this is like a lot of information, but they believe the world is going to end, I believe in 1914 or something like that, which is around the time of World War One. They were like, oh shit, 
this shit's happening, like, we're saved, hallelujah, they believed the world was gonna end in the 70s, I can't remember when, but it was just so bad in the 70s that they were like, how, I think it might have been like, was that around the AIDS, AIDS epidemic, or maybe it was like, maybe it was the drugs, or some shit like that, I don't know what exactly it was, but they believed the world was gonna end then, they were like, hell yeah, sold all their shit, they were like, yeah, we're God's coming for us, fucking the chariots coming, and they would like, listen for the horses sound, like, <laughs> I guess I don't know what, I was kind of like Lightning McQueen, like, like, ka-chow, ka-chow, but they would wait for, like, the chariots to come down from the sun and pick them up and, like, take them wherever they're going to go, but the interesting thing about what they believe is they believe that every bad person on earth is going to die, and every good person is going to live, so this is an interesting moment in history for, for them because it's a situation where people are just randomly dying. And it seems kind of like population control. So I'm scared that my mom, you know, my mom's a great person. Um, but I'm still scared that she's all like, yes, this is it. <laughs> you know, and this makes you think, like, is this it? Because ask yourself, if you're religious, if this was the end for whatever religion you believe in, would you be saved? Because what good things have you done in your life? I asked one of my friends this, like, what good things have you done to be saved? And they're like, I'm a good person. I'm like, that's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> what good things have you done? And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I worked at a homeless shelter, you know, like I, in college, I was a volunteer coordinator of a homeless shelter. But at the same time, like, I got paid a lot of money to do that because they were like a government stipend program. So at, at the same time, like, I was exploiting homeless people for money. So that's not really uh, good necessarily. So. I'm probably going to die too, but whatever, fuck it. So anyway, moving on. On Tuesdays, they would get a book, and the, they would create this book every single year, a new book. And they just had books on books on books on books on books stacked up. And these books, they would go through the same thing. They would underline shit. They would read it, and they would, like, comment on it. And they would, like, do this whole, like, school thing on Tuesday nights. Then on Thursday night, oh, the thing about Tuesdays, which are interesting, is Tuesdays, uh, that was a thing of the past, that was an older thing they used to do, because then they were like, you know, maybe we don't have to meet all the fucking time, but this was literally in someone's basement, you'd go over someone's house, like, a, it would be like a normal person's house, and in their basement, they would have these meetings with like 20 people, you had a group, a core group that you did this with, so this is, this is how crazy it was, at like 12, on Tuesday nights, everyone else was doing sports and shit, and I had to go and, like, go in this basement and read the Bible and shit with all these old people who were like, you're not gonna leave, are you? You're gonna stay with us forever, aren't you? You know, this is how it was. And this sounds fucked up. I don't blame them, though, necessarily. <laughs> necessarily, I don't blame them because they honestly thought that this is the way to save their own lives, and they honestly thought that their kids would die and somehow they thought their kids would they didn't know how but they thought their kids would die if they didn't do this so my mom thought she was saving my life by doing this so whatever i can't hold it against her but i am mad that she made me weird socially awkward and anxious with this ptsd however moving on thursdays they would go back to their church bring a different book that they were studying and go over that book again thursday nights so this is Tuesday and Thursday nights were, were ruined. I couldn't do shit because at 6 p.m. we were going. We didn't get back until 9. Then 
Saturdays were the days for preaching. That's why you see so many people on Saturdays and they would preach to everybody. They would go to every single neighborhood. And if you don't believe me, they had little cards and they had little cards that had like a map of a neighborhood. And when they finished the neighborhood, they would hand in the cards and they would kind of just rotate these neighborhoods until they got all the neighborhoods. Then they would go back to the neighborhoods again. And if you talk to them, if you wonder why they keep coming back to your house, Jehovah's Witnesses will come back to your house a lot. It's because after they found a neighborhood, um, or a person in the neighborhood that was interested, they would write down your address and they would go back every single time they're in the neighborhood. So that's why you see Jehovah's Witnesses a lot. If you're in the street, if you're in New York uh, and you give them their, your address, you'll never not see them again. But that's what the goal is to get into their house. So if you get into the house, you can then preach to them and sit down with them for like an hour. Their goal is to sit down with you for an hour, like on the weekends or some shit. And that's how they make new Jehovah's Witnesses, baby Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, that's how they that's how they get fleshling Jehovah's Witnesses into the organization so all this shit compounded is the reason why i get very nervous that the world is going to end and if you're very religious in any religion you also might be scared that the world's going to end too and the reason is because they have this scripture the only one i remember because this is the one they said the most and it's matthew 24 14 i believe and it goes something like and th- I can't, <laughs> I was going to try to rap it, but I can't beatbox and rap at the same time. So I'll just have to say it. It says, and this good news of the kingdom will be preached in all the inhabited earth for a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. So they believe that once everyone knows who Jehovah's Witnesses are, the end is going to come. Then the other scripture, which I can't fucking remember, that they kept bringing, my mom would always bring this shit up. Like, it was so annoying because whenever I did something wrong, she'd be like, remember the Bible? And I'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I remember the Bible. Yeah, like, stop telling me this shit. But anyway, uh, the scripture, I can't remember which one it was, but it says, like, the sign of the end will be that there will be wars and there will be rumors of wars and famines. And there will be, the one my mom wouldn't shut the fuck up about is children being disobedient to parents. And, like, all this shit. So whenever they see stuff like, oh, no, there's a war coming with fucking Trump. This must be it. You know, they see fucking Danielle Bergoli, who turned into bad Barbie or whatever on uh, Dr. Phil. Children being disobedient to parents when she tells her mom, shut the fuck up. This is it. This is it. You know, like, you know, they saw the fucking uh, they probably I wasn't there because I was in fucking college. But they probably thought the meet me outside. How about that girl was like a sign of the end like this is the ultimate child being we've even seen shit like this before hurry sound the alarms call the fucking like i don't know call call man maybe one of them has like a telephone to god or some shit i don't know like but i don't think that's how it works but anyway so because of this because of this wars and famines and diseases and shit whenever i see something like this I get this really strong urge that the world might end. And I think, well, it's too late for me. I can't get saved. I've done anal before, like, marriage. Like, this is definitely, like, this is it. Like, if there's a check, if there's a check for, like, you're not going to be saved, this is, this is probably, if anyone in my family is listening to this, oh, my God, I feel so bad that you just figured, found out that, like, I, I did anal before marriage this way. But maybe I'm lying and this is just a character I'm playing. So keep that keep that in mind. However, that's what I always uh that's what always gets me super stressed around these times and super depressed is that I think maybe the world is going to end 
because of the science that the Bible gives. And if you have a Bible or if you have Google or some shit, look up children being disobedient to parents scripture because it's in yours too. It's like it says it in yours too that the world's going to end. So if you are religious and you've just ignored that one, like look that shit up because like it's kind of scary if you're religious. But again, I'm not religious. But how do I know that the world is not going to end? Well, there's two reasons why I think the world is not going to end. Apparently, word on the street is that China has been getting back to normal because they're apparently about two or three months ahead of us, even though that this disease, even though this disease apparently started in China. So I'll explain to you how this apparently started, and then I'll explain to you. Ugh, I'm sitting down. I'm laying down. I'm in bed, but I'm using my microphone, so that's why you're getting this crystal crystal clear quality. By the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's RJ the Magic Can. I need to start making money off this shit quick. So if you don't follow me on Instagram at RJ the Magic Can, when I start trying to to produce more content, when you hear some ads in there, you might not be getting enough value. My Instagram definitely adds a little bit of value. I think I post really good stories, so you can check out my stories on RJ the Magic Can before I start plugging in some ads before I start getting some sponsored shit in there because you know if the world's ending I'm gonna need some extra money and this podcast is one of my ways to make extra money that and selling fucking socks on eBay and shit to like creeps that want like some like young black stallion socks you know like those old white ladies who couldn't like get with us back in the 50s because their husbands and family and shit would be ashamed of them so you know they're looking for some nice socks for some young men right now so And I have a friend that runs a really interesting industry, which is the summer camp industry in China. You know, he's like the biggest person right now in the summer camp industry because China doesn't have a lot of summer camps. If you don't know, China is a place where parents typically don't send their kids away for the whole summer. That's weird. In America, it's very like romantic. Like we have so many like movies like Camp Rock and shit like uh, what's what's the other one? Dirty Dancing. Is that about a summer camp? I don't know. Like um, Parent Trap, shit like that, where kids go away for the whole summer. Like that's very normal in the United states in china they don't have that shit yet so they are currently uh building this whole thing with like it's okay to send your kids away for the summer like that's like a normal thing so he is in a weird industry because his whole industry relies on one kids being out of school two people having disposable income to pay for something like a summer camp and three parents trusting kids from around china to go to the same spot which is very hard during this place of the coronavirus but he's getting signups for the summer camp and he is um getting getting like more results lately because apparently china's around two weeks away from like letting the schools back in apparently china is getting this shit under control even though they started this shit they're getting this shit under control but how did it start how did it start well i will tell you <laughs> china apparently created the coronavirus in something called the wet market and i taught magic at one of my friend's summer camps uh for two years so i was in china i was even in wuhan i was in motherfucking wuhan in august so i've seen a lot of shit one of the things i've seen i mean i didn't see anything corona related like i just mean i've seen a lot of cool chinese shit but like one of the things that i've seen is a wet market and it's basically a, a dungeon that you walk into that's has a bunch of fucking animals and shit that you can buy and then eat like a, it's mainly animals and they call it a wet market i don't know why but i can only assume it's because everything's fucking wet like they have a bunch of fucking fish a bunch of a bunch of live animals it's very very dark because they don't i don't think they want you to see anything it's very very unsafe but when i went in i was like yo this shit is dope this shit is like a fucking like a fucking a wet 
animal H&M in, in China. Like, this shit is cool. Like, I, I feel so authentic being here. You know, you have, like, I'm not even white. I'm black. Like, if, if you probably can't tell. But, like, if you can't tell from the intro, I'm black as fuck. So, like, I walk in this shit. And I'm like, this is so authentic. Isn't this, Jonah? Like, that's my, my friend who always goes, like, everywhere with me. Like, I'm just, like, I was thinking, like, wow, this is so cool. Not knowing not knowing a crazy thing is if you would have told me six months later that a worldwide pandemic would be coming out of this very place that i was like ha, ha, this is so cool ha, ha, breathing in air ha, ha, breathing out air like wow let's run through the wet market like if you would have told me that that's what would have happened i probably would have kept my mouth closed a little bit more but it was dope it was dope if you like travel shit you know if you like that like anthony bourdain and if you like all those people that like oh he i think he's dead um Andrew Zimmelman or like like any of those guys that go weird places and try weird food you know like that was a really cool romantic idea that I don't think we're going to be able to do much longer or I think it's going to be a huge change and people being like you know people before were like don't try the street food you'll get sick but now it's like don't go within 25 miles of a street food vendor because then you'll get an airborne virus you know so that's what it's like now but moving on apparently these evolved from diseases uh, that were being created in these wet market wet markets by like methods of preservation for animals and shit like that you know like breeding and shit it bred diseases which usually actually happens more than you would think but apparently this one just didn't get caught and contained you know they were like in denial a little bit but apparently diseases get bred a lot and that's kind of how a lot of like diseases like swine flu get bred or something like the fucking like was it black bubonic plague or anything shit like that what's that thing that killed pocahontas i'm not even sure but um all of these things uh, combined are what caused Corona to start. The, the, the denial and the cover-up from the Chinese government apparently is is what kept this going. But you have to do you have to remember that there is things like, for instance, the Red Scare was just propaganda used to keep uh, us from being scared of uh, or for, to keep us being scared to maintain our fear there we go of the russian government that was the red scare and that was like during the time of the cold war and all that stuff or yellow scare was uh during the time when uh, people were scared to eat chinese food because of the quote-unquote chinese food syndrome which was um where they were claiming that chinese food is using msg and msg was dangerous and giving you headaches and making you sick because after people ate chinese food they'd get sick however msg is something that like almost every restaurant uses fast food restaurants and that's why like if you make french fries at home they won't taste like french fries at a restaurant because they sprinkle fucking msg on that shit or same with burgers so it's like msg isn't unsafe just people needed something to attribute their sickness to and they're like well chinese food that's foreign so then chinese food syndrome came where people were like you know what we're not gonna eat chinese food because it's not safe <laughs> so this might be a form of propaganda that trump and the whole world kind of using to be scared re-scared of asians again you know so that's why i try to be relatively uh objective when i look at these facts you know but they were started from chinese wet markets however calling it the chinese flu which trump has been doing lately is not cool because that shit is like you know like gonna get someone killed however moving on that's the first thing china is recovering apparently apparently so that's how we know this might not be the end of the world however a point there's another point why this might not be the end of the world but bear with me however the second thing that I guess like a B argument for this is that even though this might not be the end of the world, one of my friends brought up the point because we're all fucking doctors right now that the Chinese, oh fuck, 
I almost called it the fucking Chinese flu. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? No. No, they're getting to me. No, help, help, help. And But Corona, Corona, apparently, like a lot of diseases, could come back next year. You know, it could go down and then just reemerge next winter even worse, which is apparently what happened with, I think, the Spanish flu. If I'm not wrong, that might be what it was, the Spanish flu or some shit like that. So it went away. They thought it was fine. Came back the next year. So much worse. Also, some repercussions from this might be that people are scared to live their life the way they used to because now they know that they have to wash their hands because they can come back at any time. This can fucking strike at any fucking time. And they know that this could happen. So this might interact like, as a magician. You might get people that's like, pick a card. I don't want to. Okay, cool. Like, you know, that might be what this turns into. And there's definitely going to be a fear of Asian people from now on and things coming from Asia. So this, these are some repercussions from this. Uh, the other thing that, you know, because at the beginning, I was like, this is only attacking old people. Why don't we just A, kill all the old people or B, send them all to Florida where it's really hot. The virus doesn't do well in heat. We'll just send them all there. And then we'll all just live north of Florida, quarantine all the people, you know. And then <laughs> my friend said yes, because because in history, uh, moving a group of people to one location has always worked so well, which is which is very true. It has not worked so well. But one thing that another friend pointed out to me is that this could, because we're all doctors, we all know this shit, could create a super virus. This could mesh together with some other virus and evolve and create some super corona, which goes for everyone. So this is why we need to stay inside and shit. Because at first I was like, you know what? Why don't we just go motherfucking outside? Because we're healthy. Force all the old people to stay inside and then we'll be motherfucking fine. But someone's like, that's selfish because if we create a super virus, then it can affect everyone and this is affecting pregnant women. You know, no one cares about shit until it starts affecting pregnant women, I guess. Because no one cares about women unless they're pregnant, I guess. So moving on. The second thing the second reason why I know this is not the end of the world is because Tom Hanks got the disease. Now, if you said bet, bet, you know, when I say end of the world, I mean, this isn't the biblical end of the world because the, the wicked people that apparently the Bible says will die are, are not dying. Trump is alive. One, two, Tom Hanks is dying. You know, if you said bet your money on one person, that will be a, a barometer be like a you know like a measurement of the of the wicked people of the world you know it would not be tom hanks tom hanks is one of the most loved people on earth also played mr rogers i believe he's like a very faithful man like in his religion and he's also like uh just an all-around nice dude that everyone loves you know so like the fact that he is one of the first people that we know of to get it like in the grand scheme of things you know there was thousands before him but the fact that he was one of the first famous people and also in general in the population like he's really like a pretty low number to get coronavirus you know this is very good proof I think that the world is not, <laughs> that the world is not ending because if Tom Hanks gets this shit, we're all gonna get this shit. If this is based on how good you are, you know, like Tom Hanks is a very good barometer for the the values of this country. You know, so this is uh you know before it would have been Bill Cosby. You know, like if Bill Cosby got it, I would have been like, oh no, the world's ending. Like, Bill Cosby got it. You know, everyone's going to get it. But at the same time, now, if Bill Cosby gets it, it's like they're probably just, you know, doing quality control, you know. So this is what's happening. But that's how you know. Trump doesn't have it. 
fucking Idris Elba and fucking Tom Hanks have it. Idris Elba is another great one. I don't think there's anything wrong with Idris Elba. Like, he's a great guy. Everyone loves him. All he wants to do is fucking make DJ music. If you haven't heard his DJ music, he has a song out there called Boasty, which is which is pretty good. Like, it's not great. Like, he's, you know, he's he has this line where he goes, and I write all my lines, no, ghosty. Go, and then he goes, like, Boasty. Ghosty, and you know he he says this line. I write all my lines, no ghosty, as if he writes all his lines. He doesn't have a ghostwriter. Like I wasn't wondering if he had a ghostwriter because like his lines are not good enough for me to be like. I wonder if he wrote those, but it's just cute that he thought he had to say it. You know, like a real rapper or whatever. So anyway, moving on. So if you're wondering, is this the biblical end of the world? I don't want you to think this is about Jehovah's Witnesses. Like this is not like. If you're a Jehovah's Witness, listen to this. Because if you are, I really don't want you <laughs> listening to this. Because this shit sucks. Like you know, that's that shit like ruined my childhood and made me the awkward person that I am today. However, that's just a few of the reasons why. But I wanted to tell you that they are very strong believers that the world is going to end. So whatever religion you have, you probably don't believe the world is going to end as strongly as they do. And if these cold, hard, fucking Scooby Doo ass fucking facts don't convince you that the world is not going to end for biblical reasons now then you should be safe right that's the argument i'm making yes yeah yeah that's the argument i'm making you should be safe tom hanks alive corona is getting better um it's really the only two things i said in this whole thing this is a very roundabout way to explain those two points however i thank you guys for listening I want you guys to follow me on Instagram at RJ the Magic Can, not Magician Magic Can. We're pumping out content. Keep your eyes on your fucking podcast, Apple Cast, Shop Spotify, not Shopify, Spotify, all those fucking services. Keep your eyes on them because this, this shit could pop out whenever, you know, and I might delete one because I might be like, oh shit, I said the wrong thing. However, not today. This one's staying up. So thank you for listening to the I Hate Everyone podcast. I'll talk to you guys later. This is RJ the Magician. I should probably fucking transfer.